Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Get Home Safe. It is Tuesday, May 12, 2020. Big thank you to Scott Lewis for being on the program yesterday, kicking off our week. It was a long interview, but a lot of fun conversation, so thank you again to Scott. Today, we have AJ Corsini on the program. He is in real estate. He also coaches at Real Hondo Prep. Uh, he works with the defensive and offensive line on the football team. He also coaches a few other sports. Got a lot of experience coaching at the youth level as well. He's a proud Gator alum, such as myself, and he graduated from Rio Prep in 2005. He will jump on here, and uh, it'll be fun to chat with AJ. Looking forward to that. As far as the rest of the week goes for us, we have Bill Barnes on Wednesday with the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. He's here every single Wednesday. Our only weekly guest, the retired police officer, shares his random thoughts and strong opinions as always. Thursday, we have Luther Wilson. He is a high school football and baseball official. He also works with me at Fox Studios on the weekends in the fall. He'll be able to chime in about what that experience is like. He also works the chains for USC football games, so he is a, on the sideline and has that perspective of all the USC football games, so he'll be able to share some uh, fun uh, experiences in that regard. On Friday, we have Steve Allman on the program. He is a mechanical engineer up in the Oregon area. He he is a Real Hondo Prep alum from the class of 2000, also another Gator alum. Uh, a few years above me, but he played some baseball after high school, so he'll tell us about that and what eventually made him go up to Oregon. He has four beautiful sons and a great-looking family, and they're playing youth sports now, so he'll tell us a lot about what that's like coaching them, coming full circle from when he was playing as a kid. That will be our week. That will take us around third and get us home safe for the weekend. Looking forward to each and every one of our guests. As always, guys, you can follow the Get Home Safe uh, podcast on the Twitter handle, Get Home Safe Pod. Our Facebook and Instagram page is Get Home Safe Podcast, and our email address is Get Home Safe Podcast at yahoo.com. Looks like Major League Baseball is considering a return in July. They are proposing an 82 game schedule. Uh, there'll be some interesting factors that go into it. Uh, they're going to play at their home fields, apparently, perhaps just regionally, so there wouldn't be a whole lot of travel. There will not be fans there. That is, again, what is being proposed. That is the latest proposal and one that uh, is picking up some momentum. Uh, little things are, will change. Uh, one especially is that the National League will not have a DH. Again, these are proposals. These are not set in stone yet, but this is some of the more realistic proposal that's gone that we've seen out there. And I think other leagues are going to piggyback off of this and, and really try to get out there with a lot of changes starting up again, people getting back to work. Uh, I know a lot of things are going on here in California where people are, are you know tired of uh, sitting around and they're they're uh, trying to push this thing forward to get back to uh, normal life. And yes, we do need to get back to normal. I, I don't want to hear any more of this. Well, this is the new normal. No, no, no. That's got to go away. This obviously is not a long-term solution. If I think, you know, I'm no scientist, but we got to get back to, to what we were doing before. And, and again, I'm going to stay positive this week and try not to get too negative. But I, I, I like seeing steps in the right direction. This is this is really good. Um I don't think people want to be scared anymore. I think they're starting to understand that we were in a tough time 
and we're trying to move forward, not backwards. So it's nice to see uh, some of the sports leagues kind of doing what they can. I, I know the NHL was discussing maybe not finishing the regular season, but just ha- having like an expanded playoff situation with more teams and a longer, a longer layout, um, a longer um, layout, I should say. So, you know, there's some hopeful things going on. There, there really is. And, and I think uh, a lot of it is a tribute to all the people that are out there. Uh, you know, we're all in this together. As I've said many times, uh, the, the nurses and doctors, they're working hard. And, uh, you know, everyone else just trying to stay out of the way. Uh, they have been, have been for a while. And, and you know what? A lot of people are now at a point where they're like, okay, we've done that. You know, the numbers are, are getting better. Let's let's uh, try to uh, take some baby steps forward. So some hopeful things going on. I'm sure Bill Barnes will have some fun uh, ideas and conversations tomorrow, but we'll get to him uh, at that point. Right now, let's go to AJ Corsini. It's going to be a fun conversation with him. I haven't talked to him in a while, but really looking forward to it. So please sit back and enjoy my conversation with AJ. Okay, we are joined today by AJ Corsini. He is a realtor, has an office in Arcadia, but he services a big area in Southern California. He's a former Real Hondo Prep graduate as well. He used to play in Cary Youth League and is a member of the Gator fraternity. So uh, let me bring him on right now. AJ, welcome to the program. Hey, what it do, baby? <laughs> <laughs> he had a lot of energy. I love it. I knew he. I knew he'd uh, hearing his voice would be a little different. What's going on, man? Um, you know, I'm being coroned out of my life. You know, <laughs> I miss. I miss. I miss coaching at Rio. You know, I miss the kids. You know, sure. Yeah, that's yeah. gotta be. That's gotta be tough. Yeah, that's a what tough one. The, AJ, tell us a little bit about uh, your business, and then maybe I'll ask you afterwards, kind of what, what's uh, what's been going on with the business recently. But tell us about. Yeah. The- yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, so, you know, I'm just a basic realtor, real estate agent, and some people hear realtor and real estate, all realtor is, I belong to an association that does, like, additional training and stuff like that, so if people hear realtor, it's pretty much the same thing, but I pay some extra money to have a, a little slightly better title, but, uh, yeah, man, I've done, I've done, like, 40 deals, uh, almost 40 deals in about uh, six, seven years now, and so, you know, it's it's, I do it full time, but it's kind of like part time. I, I work at Rio, uh, the alma mater, and uh, yeah, so yeah, man. I just you know do 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 basic residential stuff right now. I do some rentals. Um, uh, I'm studied and I'm getting my broker's license pretty soon, and hopefully I can that can lead into some maybe some property management and being being totally in the business by myself. That's my own name. It's kind of the dream just to have my own name, you know. So. We'll see. I'm, I'm always chasing that dream. So uh, who knows what's around the corner? Mm-hmm. No, sure. I, and uh, I think you're heading in the right direction, my friend. Yeah, uh, yeah. AJ, what has this virus, we'll talk about coaching in a minute, but what has this virus done to your, to your business? I mean, I can't imagine right now there's a lot of people looking, looking at houses <laughs> and such, but maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. So th- this is no lie. So I showed a couple properties yesterday um and i was uh i had a we had a sign sign a paper for each each client and myself the saying making us aware of all this covid stuff because real estate is really good on making additional paperwork it's, it's you know so they, they they thought themselves really cool when they had like 10 extra papers to add to just go see a home but i was armed with latex gloves and a mask and 
walking through home. It's kind of, it was very weird. Like I was in some like uh, toxic nuclear blast area. I don't know, but it was very interesting. But you could still, people are still living in their homes. Um, people are still buying. Obviously, it's a very, very, very small group. Um, it's people that basically have to sell and people that are really uh, urgent and ready to go to buy. So it's, it's kind of a weird time, but people are still doing it. I mean, it's, it's still happening. So very, you know, very limited, but it's still going. It's definitely taking a hit. So, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's still functioning. <laughs> well, AJ, what's the best way to contact you for maybe some listeners out there who, who want to get your opinion or get some uh, guidance from you? Uh, yeah, yeah. Phone number? Uh, yeah, so I just give you my, my personal cell phone number from your uh, thousands of uh, listeners and followers. <laughs> Uh, it's uh, 626-824-3768. And I'm sure a lot of the people that listen to you or people that know me, just, just go on Facebook and slide me a DM, you know, get, get into my direct messages and uh, have a quick chat, man. I, I do good work. I love, I really love the business. I love helping people, you know, get in their first home and then to their dream home and figuring out like, you know, what, what path can we get there? And it's, uh, it's always fun. I, I love helping people out. And so it's, and it's always nice to get a little, little, little chatter at the end of it. So, AJ, how did you get involved in uh, real estate? Uh, good question. Um, so I went to went to college at uh, Fullerton. I believe you went there as well, Cal State Fullerton. And yes, uh, uh, I was studying business and investing and finance. Kind of that was kind of like the I guess the the track I was on was the finance investing. And I took a couple. Uh, Real estate classes, because I was interested, because you know that's you know that's the way to to uh, true wealth is real estate in my eyes, and uh, I just I've always liked homes. I always liked like interior stuff, and I don't know. My mom had a good knack for it when we when we would move to different places, and she she would fix up homes real nice. And I just I don't know. I had an eye for it, and had the business into it, and I could be kind of my own my own business owner under you know a bigger umbrella, like a broker, but I can, you know, I just run my own thing. And so it kind of just fell together. And I had somebody at uh, my church um, that was looking to, uh, that was older, that was, you know, looking to help her. And I got started in that. And so I got real blessed with that. Just kind of walk into some business real early. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. And, you know, it's, that's basically it. You know, I just, I like it. I like helping families out and it's, it's a good avenue to help somebody out. So I love it. Awesome to hear AJ. And, you know, I think you're a, you're a big helper with kids as far as coaching goes, you've coached a long time. Well, let's talk about some of your playing days first uh, and transition <laughs> to coaching. <laughs> you, you, uh, you remember the, the Gators way back in the day. Uh, uh, yes. You are a few years uh, younger than me. So I didn't remember too much, too many of your teams and such, but what was it like, Starting in Cary Youth League and then eventually going to Rio Hondo Prep. Um, I just you know I would really I talk about it. I don't I don't talk too much about my playing days, but I I like talking <laughs> about like the uh just the atmosphere of Cary Youth League and like I mean you don't know it at the time, but you know you you reflect on it. Just like I just like being around the you know the other kids, you know, just making friends and then go do battle every uh, weekend, go try to win a game. But I think I just like the atmosphere. 
And my dad always tried to get me to go to other leagues and stuff like that and to uh, a different high school and a different junior high. But I think the big draw was just, you know, the atmosphere with the coaches and the other kids and just like the extracurricular activities beyond the sports. And so, you know, I just like, I just, I don't know, I fell in love with it real young and, you know, still there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, still there and, and contributing. And let's talk about your coaching. To me, <laughs> you have a very, uh, I, I don't know how to say this. You have a very unique approach. Uh, more specifically, when you were coaching like junior high age kids, fifth and sixth graders, you're working with some high school now. But w- when you're working with the younger kids, uh, you know, you're a pretty sarcastic, hard, uh, disciplinarian <laughs> kind of guy. I guess the best way to say it. I mean, what can you tell me about your approach to coaching younger kids? Uh you know, I think it started, you know, it, it's a passion and I want to see those kids, you know, grow to, you know, the, to their, you know, max ability for the, the time I have them. And so I'm just me and I just, I'm just my normal self. I talk to them, you know, I've had, I've had to tone it down a little bit, but I talk to them how I would talk to you, you know, <laughs> like I don't, you know, and so, you know, sometimes you get in a little, you get in a little trouble with the parent or two, but I feel like, uh, I'm just, being, I'm just being authentic. And, uh, you know, sometimes, yeah, some really funny stuff comes out and I don't, I don't try to do it, but it does, you know, and the, you know, junior high kids, the parents love it. The kids, you know, they're, they're 12 or 13. They're kind of dumb anyway. So who cares? So, <laughs> so uh, it's just, yeah. I, can't even, I can't even like put my finger on, I mean, you would do stuff like a kid would make a basket and celebrate too much and you just like, Johnny you're not good get back on defense <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 no I would do stuff like all that I still do it and it's uh you know high school kids it's, it's definitely different um it's been a yeah. little bit of an adjustment early on but you know junior high kids uh they're very like they're still kids you know I mean as as society dwindles a little bit um but, you know, at the heart, they're still kids. And so they respond to the older brother kind of figure, you know. <laughs> so okay. yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of how, uh, you know, I approached it. And it wasn't like a, a thought out thing, you know. I'm just, I'm kind of quick. I'm kind of quick tongue, quick witted. So it, it kind of stuff just comes out. I don't know what to say. I don't know. But yeah, I do definitely say stuff like that. And I've definitely said worse. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you have. So what about the parents? Because I've seen some of your games usually refereeing or on the next court or something or, you know, not a whole lot, but just a little. And, and I've seen that most of the parents that you're coaching their kids, they've either been with you for a few years and they know how you are. Most of them seem very supportive. But are you telling me maybe there's been one or two that doesn't quite get you at first, but then maybe later loves you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's it's it's kind of the they may hate may hate me now, but they love me later. And so I, I'm I still in in contact with a lot of those parents. But uh, <laughs> I've yeah for how you think I would be, you think there would be a lot more uh, parent confrontations. But you know I'm very truthful with parents. Like if a parent asks me why is my kid doing this, I'll just shut up. Tell them, well, the other kid's better, and I think he's better. He'll be better served here. You know, so I'm like, and they they tend to out there, you know, out in the the east part of the valley I think uh, kids are a little different you know so they're mm-hmm. a little more little blue collar like myself and so they respond the parents love it they want it they kind of want a little more stricter uh kind of you know they want they want their they want kid, pe- 
people in their the kids face because they want them to be you know they don't want them acting up and you know <laughs> but there's, there's always flare-ups you know like it's from the moms you know it's, it's you know like i may have called the kid a name or something like that but you know i'm just you know i'm just joshing, i'm just joshing the kid you know i'm just you know that's all it is. Not, I don't mean anything by it. I'm just having a little fun, you know. But <laughs> I call it. Yeah. yeah, it's the moms. You know, it's the moms every once in a while. Well, whatever whatever you were doing seemed to work because you then moved into <laughs> into high school and you've been coaching yeah. at the high school level at Rio Hondo Prep now for, for a few years. So tell me about what that transition was like. Uh first year was 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 a little difficult. Um yeah, cause I, you know, it was a obviously it's a big jump. I mean, the age, you know, it only seems like a few years, but um, you know, in those few years, it's very developmental for those kids, and so it took me a little while to adjust adjust to a high school kid. And I know that first year, I wasn't necessarily putting you know myself in their shoes and kind of how I was as a high school guy and what I responded to and didn't respond to and. No, every kid's different and you got to treat every kid's got to be treated a little differently because they respond differently. But first year was a little interesting, uh, you know, because you're, you're in a school environment. And so it's, it's, it's different, it's a little more professional and all that. And so the, some of the stuff that would, you know, basically go on at uh, Wingate Park, you know, you got to, <laughs> you know, you know, it's just different. You know, it's a wild, wild west out there. You know how it was growing up out there. So yeah. uh, it's been some adjustments, but, you know, I think the adjustments have been made and, no, I'm a, I'm a constant growth mindset, especially with my coaching and just life in general. So I'm always trying to get what can I do better and, you know, why did I lose that game or why didn't this kid get to this point or blah, blah, blah. So I'm always – I know I'm my number one critic. So, you know, I'll, I'll keep I'll keep growing until day I die. So. <laughs> What what uh, I know you you work with the varsity football program. Uh, are you are you work with the defensive line or, or just kind of general defensive yeah, so stuff? My my thing is I'm uh, I work with a lot with the younger guy. I'm the I'm kind of like the JV head guy. So I, I'm the JV head coach for football, JV head coach for baseball. So I'm kind of like working with the younger guys. And then mm-hmm. for the varsity, I'm the uh, yeah I do defensive line. I help out with a little bit with the open, uh, offensive line, and then I'm just the general hype guy. And, yeah. uh, motivator that's kind of my thing and so you know i like to get in guys faces and you know get them get them ramped up and <laughs> get, get them some little coaching here and there to help them out with whatever position they are but yeah that's like kind of my general thing i do with the varsity. every every team needs a, a a drill sergeant a guy that just keeps everything in order he's a guy that wears uh the the, the tight shirt and the shorts in uh, late november when oh yeah just <laughs> screaming at everybody that's aj to paint a picture yeah, for you in the three years, I mean, I the football the football schedule has changed, to, so it starts earlier, like in August. But um, I haven't there hasn't been a game yet in three years where I'm not wearing shorts too. So I'm keeping that going. And I've shirt shirt and shorts, and I'm wearing like a schmidi. I'm wearing the schmidium. So you yeah. know, I'm out there. I get myself warmed up. And uh, were you at the Arroyo game? Yes, dude. I got somebody picked up a fumble on a kick. Um. And I went to do a chest bump, and I got leveled hard. Like, I went straight horizontal, and all these parents were coming to be like, yeah, that was crazy. I was like, yeah, it hurts. So my shoulder, both my shoulders are, like, sprained bad for, like, two weeks. It was crazy. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> You're getting old, bro. Uh, dude, I know. I, uh, <laughs> I had, a, I had, a, we, had our, we had our birthday uh, a few months ago, so, yeah. 
That's right. Me and uh, AJ, he's a couple years younger than me, but we share a birthday, January 5th. Yeah, yep. And I always make sure to give you that text. Yep, yep, same, great, same yeah, it's a great day. Birthday, great birthday. Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, AJ, we used to ride this, the bus together uh, early mornings when we were going to Rio, whether it was junior high or high yeah. school. Remember, I mean, it was. A, it seemed like the bus got smaller every year. We got more kids on it. Yeah. At 7 a.m., going down to Rio Hondo Prep, you're carrying your football gear and your instruments, all kinds of your book bag. Oh, I, don't, I don't know how we did that all those years. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that was a lot of fun. I definitely remember those those bus rides. With uh, I lived in Chino Hills when I started going to uh, junior high, Rio Junior High, and so I get picked up in a Via Verde San Dimas. And so, yeah, I was like the early, early pickup. So, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, man, I used to, that's how much I love Rio, I guess. I wake up at 5.30 in the morning, basically my entire junior high to go uh, go to school. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, I guess. But, uh, yeah, right. I, yeah, that was a good time. Well, we had your buddy uh, Landon Goodwell on uh, on uh, the earlier this week or last week, uh, Monday. Yeah, 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 I saw that. I need to listen to that. I haven't listened to that one yet. It was fun catching up with him. So you were his class, a couple other guys, uh, Dan Pastor, Gabe Perez. What Have you heard from uh, Dan Pastor in a while? What's he up to? Yeah, so uh, Dan and I are the uh, BFFs since we were six. I was actually the uh, yeah. best, best man in his wedding, and so I give an epic speech at that. It was a little derogatory, but <laughs> pretty you're, you're so humble, dude. You're so humble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, we still talk, and um, – we, we still text and we'll have fun conversations, but he's down in uh, San Diego. Um, I don't know what happened in the last few months, but he's, you know, he's still chasing the dream of being a Navy SEAL. Um, I don't know exactly where that's at at the moment, but yeah, he's just down in San Diego, uh, the Navy thing. And uh, yeah, man, we tell each other we miss each other in a very uh, brotherly way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh my yep boys will be boys i guess <laughs> aj you're a lunatic you've always been crazy i know uh you know i really wish we would have the privilege to either play together more or coach together in some form but but you know we've chatted here and there as adults and yeah we're getting, yeah. We're getting older man we're getting up there and you're getting up yeah. there fortunate <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's it's time to uh, find love and settle down, right, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> you you got a way to you always got a way uh, that you say things, man. You're, you're very poetic energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, a dumbed down vocabulary that works for me, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Sit to the point. I love it. Oh, that's great stuff. What? Uh, so you, you're not coaching at Rio right now because of the whole virus thing. So is is there any communication with the kids? I know they're they're focusing on school, I guess, but is there anything like, uh, hey, do here's some workouts you guys can do? Is there anything like that going on? Yeah. So um, uh, yeah, Mark Carson on head coach. Uh, yeah. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I listened to that one. That was pretty good. Um, yeah, he he does like a you remember like club meetings, like a team meeting, like twice a week. And uh, he'll give the guys, give the guys, you know, some stuff they want to do to work out. 95% of them probably aren't doing it, you know, because it's like they're, uh, they're, they're embracing the lazy bumness probably, but 
Um, you know, there, there's stuff for them to do. Are they doing it? I highly doubt it. But, uh, you know, we were high school guys. It's, uh, self-motivation is not uh, a trait, I would say, of most high school kids. Yeah, they got to be motivated, you know. That's why there's yeah. coaches, and, coaches and teachers, you know. You got to get in these dudes' faces to do stuff sometimes. But um, there is stuff and there's communication. Um, you know, we, 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 uh, I was just talking to, you know, coach Mark and some of the other, uh, younger coaches and like, yeah, we, we miss them, you know, it's, they give me a headache constantly, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, I embrace that headache. I want that headache. And, uh, so yeah, there's some communication, but you know, it's not the same, but no, no, there's nothing quite like it. And, and yeah. I know with, uh, Man, we're we're almost well. We're, we'll be in May here. I mean, this is supposed to be baseball time, baseball season, and, and all that kind of washed away. So it's like, what are we what are we preparing for? And it's basically all you got to look forward to is the football season, and that's that's a few months away. But any preparations or physical activity you're doing has to be geared towards that right now, right? Oh yeah, I mean, so as I understand it, last I heard, so I think baseball's done. Um, for sure. And there might be like a, you know, like a little weekend thing just to, you know, give little seniors a farewell, but we don't know when, you know, when things are going to get back going. Um, that's a, that's a different conversation, but, uh, you know, I think the baseball's done. They, they have plans for football. If we have to move it back, like kind of how, you know, and play more into December, you know, there's plans, you know, we're, we're talking and, you know, I, I, I kind of style that stuff. That stuff gives me, gives me headaches and hives. I don't care. <laughs> like, I just want to go back, you know, whatever. But let, let, the, let the people that like to, you know, hear themselves talk, talk about that stuff. I don't know. <laughs> You're a blue collar man. I know this. Uh, yeah, you stay out of the little limelight. Uh, well, that's yeah. it. If everything goes uh, smoothly, we'll say, and football is on time, even if it's not on time, you got to be excited about the – uh, opening game next year right oh yeah yeah and so i think mark talked about it but yeah we're planning the coliseum week zero um which you know it might get pushed back and we're, we're all like talking about like that game wants to get played and so mm-hmm. um yeah i'm super psyched for that to be on some sc grass you know that's that's my college team um so you know i want to get i want to be getting crazy out there so <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know man but it's you know, I want to say it's going to happen, but we'll see. You know, we're, we're, we are in California, which means we might be the slowest moving uh, state out of all of this, I think, but we'll see. Yeah, if it gets pushed back, that's fine, but it's got to happen. And you're right about California. Like, there's so many people here. Uh, it seems like we're, we're last to do the good things and first to do the bad things, if, if that makes sense. That's what, it, that's, what, that's what it seems like. Yeah, it's just everybody wants their their power and their they want to be heard and they want their name on something and so yeah <laughs> I don't oh, know that, yeah that's a whole nother podcast let me tell you <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not here to rough up feathers because uh, it's, it's a senseless argument you know so i, I don't oh, i don't get down that road so, uh, for sure yeah i, I just want to get back and you know in my, into my passion you know that's what you mm-hmm. want so what is, so with AJ without, well, you, you're doing some, some realtor work, but without real going on without, with limited, probably less real estate stuff going on. What is your typical day been like? Um, so 
the you know the the school's been you know given some hours to do some you know some maintenance stuff and prep you know so there's stuff to do for like the high school you know to get it ready and you know we have that big brand new park that we play our home games at that you know I, I get to, I get to do some work over there to get our field looking nice uh, for the new year but yeah I mean it, it's been tough uh, I sell some stuff on Amazon <laughs> I, I don't know I, I, uh, I, um, I, I scrap, I scrap those dollar bills as, as best I can, but, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I, I wake up, go do some field work, like old school stuff. And then I come home, try to, you know, garner up some business and then, you know, just try to get everything else, my personal life in order, I guess. So that's like the extra time you can do, you know, just get stuff organized, get some, get some infrastructure going for when we do come back and all that. But, I mean, it's pretty boring, man. I'm I'm pretty bored. That's why I'm I'm glad you uh you you messaged me to do something because I was like that'd be pretty cool. Could be something to think about. Yeah, so, just you yeah. know, chance to chat. What? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll flip it. I'll flip the script, AJ. You, you have any questions or anything you want to talk about? Uh, man, let's see. Shoot. Uh, man, I'd have to think about that. Probably <laughs> not, man. We 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 see we see a lot of eye to eye on stuff. But um, I do. Um, are you still uh, officiating like high school ball and stuff like that? No, I don't do anything high school related anymore. Uh, the last thing I did was high school football. That was a few years ago. Kind of transitioned uh, out of that. Pretty much all okay. I do now is college baseball, and that that takes me from February to May, unless there's a coronavirus going on. And then outside, <laughs> yeah. yeah. The only, I mean, I work at during football season. I work down at Fox. Uh, studios and, and work for them as far as uh, some, oh, yeah replay stuff and then basketball season I'm not working any basketball but I work some as like a replay technician for basketball officials at the college level and then mm-hmm. uh, in the summertime I was working for the Rancho Cucamonga Quakes a little bit up in the press box so that's kind of been the year for me in general and uh, it's definitely been different without any of those uh, going on currently so yeah, I'm, you know, I work in sports basically year-round in, in some way or another. And uh, unfortunately, now I'm sitting at home doing a podcast. So <laughs> that's, that's hey, – You know, I, I feel like, like we all talk about doing something something like this, you know, doing a podcast and just like talking sports and blah, 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 you know, favorite movies, favorite athletes, you know, ranking. You know, like that stuff you always you always talk about with your friends. You know, you're, uh, it's always a good time. It's always a good, good uh, bloody argument. And uh, it's, it's it's real cool that you're doing it. It's, uh, yeah, that's awesome. But yeah, you're you're the you're one of the biggest you know sport heads I know. I uh, you know it's not you're doing all that stuff. But uh, yeah, you got a real passion for the uh, sports world, man. So. <laughs> Only I would start a sports themed uh, podcast, basically when there's no sports going on, right? Yeah. Hey, no, I it definitely like when when I heard you were doing it, like his Mark Carson mentioned that he was doing this day and I was listening to it. I was like, yeah, you have a good like voice for it. It's, it's organized. You speak clearly to questions. You know, so it's like, like, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know how podcasts, you know, work as far as, you know, growing a big viewership, but uh, yeah, man, you got a, you got a, you got a good little uh, eye for it. So it's pretty cool. I've enjoyed the few episodes I've listened to. Well, I appreciate it. And, and yeah, I'm just trying, like you said, you got dreams and goals and you're just, I'm trying to, I, I didn't know really what, the plan was with this, but just wanted to start, start it out and, and let it grow. And it's definitely been a lot better with having guests on, even if some of them are, are a little more repetitive, 
but you know, it just, it makes things smoother and I can give my opinions and maybe a, a movie list or a sports list or whatever, <laughs> my, my comments on some current events, but you know, you look down at the clock and it's like, Oh, that's only been okay. Five minutes. We still got another 25, yeah. 25 left. Yeah. So, yeah, you got to chat. You got to have good open chat. Yeah. That seems like some of the podcasts I listen to, that's kind of, the, it's the banter and, mm-hmm. and the content, you know, it's kind of both, but yeah, you got to be, you got to fill an hour or whatever you have to fill. And so it's, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're just so going to start doing it. Yeah, I was going to do it for like, you know, maybe twice a week was the goal. And maybe eventually when I get back to being busy with other things, I'll do that. But for right now, it's like, well, I, I get an opportunity to chat with friends and colleagues and can post uh, an episode daily. There's no reason I can't. So I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, I, yeah, I appreciate no, it. I, 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 I want to listen to some of those. Uh, those official, you got some of those officials on. I'm always curious to listen to those guys that's pretty cool because uh I, you know I've always, I've, I've always got um good honest uh conversations and questions for the uh officials you know i'm always almost wondering what's going on in their heads and uh you know i always appreciate them out there because i wouldn't do it so you know, a, <laughs> i try to limit i try to limit my uh yelling at them and stuff but uh you know did they blow a game or two against here for me maybe but you know overall hey Somebody's doing it, and I hate me, and so I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, for sure. Those referees, they miss too many tackles, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's what I tell my guys. And, uh, I said the the, la- the the referees are the tenth thing on this list why we lost this game. I don't even want to hear the word threat. You say one, you say one thing, I'm going to – I mean, I can't really say what I'm going to do, but, you know, because this, this podcast is forever. It's yeah. going in the cloud. Exactly. Hey, I got that's that's well said, brother. You know, officiating and officials. Yes, there it's they are on the list of maybe some moments in games, but like you said, that's like tenth down the list of things that focused on. That's refreshing to hear. Yeah, no, it's 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 a hated job. Um, You know, sometimes like the money seems kind of good to go. Oh, just go do a game and make some you know x amount of dollars. And so I'll pick up some games just to, you know, whatever, you know, make, you know, get a $50 bill. And then I'm just like, man, I don't know if that was worth it, but, <laughs> uh, but you know, yeah. most of the referees I've talked to before the game, every, they're all in the same thing. Like they're just, most of them is just like, yeah, I'm just out here for the kids. You know, the money's okay, but it's, it's here for the kids. It's just here for the sport. And so I've always appreciated, you know, the fact they're out there. I wish more of them would have played sports at some point in their life, but you know, hey, <laughs> you guys know I'm the JV coach, man. I've seen some, I've seen things like, you know, is it, I, I think you got you to know that if you're gonna do a third grade game, guy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell, I told Mark this, you know, I said, you know, freshmen and JV levels uh, officials, that's where guys start. And yes, there's some bad guys at the varsity level too, but yeah. Can't expect much from JV guys. They are. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, like when, when I was working it, there was usually uh, one guy who had been doing it a long time and, and was just there to kind of keep things together. There was another guy who was there, maybe like a three or four year official, uh, and then there was a guy who was usually brand new. It was like his second or third game, and you know what? It's trial by fire. You know, <laughs> think about going out there and playing a game you haven't never played before. It's it's anything. Hey. 
hey, it's fourth down. We need a new football. What? What do you mean? And you're focusing yeah. on just minor things just to improve on. And so, yeah, there's definitely mistakes made. So, yeah, you've seen it all, I'm sure. Yeah, no, and I, I've had some flare-ups, but I, I generally – I gave up on the berating the referees a, a long time ago. But um, it's uh, it's tough. I, you know, making the jump from junior high to J, just to JV, um, and I didn't realize how much faster the game moves. Um, you know, the J, our JV schedules change a little bit um, to where, you know, a lot of these smaller schools like us, they don't necessarily have teams, so we got to – it's on these bigger public schools. Like we played West Covina, Downey. And, uh, and so it's like, well, those are just straight men on the field. And <laughs> the game is just like, cause I remember playing JV football and I'm just like, you know, 80% of your games are a washouts at halftime, you know, and so it, it's changed a lot. And so I, yeah, the referees are out there trying to do it the best they can. And I get it. You know, <laughs> it, it's tough. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, I, you know, it's in the spirit of the game, you know, but, uh, we all lose our cool at times, but it's gotta be, you know, <laughs> yeah, it gotta be, uh, you know, the exception to the rule. I think, I think the best coaches <laughs> keep, keep it together and, and really pick, pick and choose their moments. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, AJ, on that, note, on that note, I think it's great that Rio's playing, uh, branching out and playing some of these other schools, even if it's just at the JV level. I know I've seen yeah, it at the varsity level too, some of the public schools, and I think it's been great for the program. Oh yeah, no, definitely. Um, I I don't mind it. I think it's I love it as a as a coach and just as a just a sportsman for you know for competition's sake. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you know it'd be nice. I think it's it's kind of it feels us to like you know we get we get our student population up like 20 30 percent and we can you know really do some do some damage out there but uh yeah i'm always just worried yeah it is last year the 2018 football or two football seasons ago we go to play downey high school or jv or jvs and i don't know how much you know about downey high school but uh it's, it's a 4500 yeah it's a 4500 kid high school yeah and uh yeah. i have like 14 JV players because, you know, everybody can't – JV schedule is literally up in the air the entire season. So, like, you literally schedule a game, like, seven days before it's going to happen. It's pretty crazy. And uh, we show up to the game, and I see the team. We played them the year before, and, you know, they were huge and blah, blah, blah. And when you go out there, and they have, like, you know, 50 guys, you know, warming up, whatever, 40 guys. And I'm like, yeah, they're pretty big. But, like, we'll look like we're going to be fine. We're, we're a mostly freshman team. Like, we'll be all right. And then 10 minutes before a game starts – you know, I guess the uh, varsity practice had ended and uh, these dudes start jogging on to the field with their helmet decals on. And I'm like, oh, my. and then, you know, I have a receiver that's, I literally, my, I think a receiver was five foot two and this dude's like six one, junior or whatever. And I don't mind juniors playing JV football, but it was, the, it went from, uh, we may have a chance to please don't anybody got, I was like generally scared for the kids. I was like, please, I was like, this is not, we're, this is not okay, but we're we're going for it, and the good Lord looked on us in that day, and we uh we we, we took the dub six zero on it because they it. fumbled the ball, they fumbled the ball on the one yard line because they tried to put all their other guys in to make plays and so, uh, but man that yeah yeah but their field you know it's like a stadium field it's crazy you go in I'm like oh my goodness this is nuts. real nice yeah that's a nice place. yeah yeah so beautiful place but, you know. Yeah, you win those games though. It it definitely 
especially for those guys that witness that at, you know, in the, in the JV level, it, it, it gets them, it smacks them around a little bit and get, gets them ready for the varsity level. So Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, that's why I love football. I love it that, that it builds character and makes you tough and you don't have a choice. You sick or swim, you know, it's like, okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these other logistics, yeah. like let's play the game. Yeah, um, just go play, man. They're, they're not as good as you think they are. Just go, 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 go throw a couple punches and see what happens. You're going to be all right. <laughs> Well, well, my goal during the football season and, and is, and you know what, maybe it'll make some of the non-Rihondo prep uh, alumni uh, make them sick to their stomach. But I'm going to, if we get all the way to football season and I'm still doing this, which I hope I am, my goal is one day a week to, to do kind of a Rihondo prep uh, recap and look forward to the, to the upcoming game. Uh, I'm going to try to get to some of the Rio games even and maybe be a sideline correspondent type of thing, get some interviews uh, at halftime and definitely after the game just to see where it goes. You know, I think, I think it could be a lot of fun and just a way to, to be around Rio Hondo prep football and, you know, something that's very special to each of us. Oh yeah. I, the thing about Rio Hondo prep football is the people that, that love it, you know, they're, they're fans for a lifetime. You know, my, my, my dad, your dad, they still follow it. And, you know, it's, it's special when people, it's an endearing thing and people really, really do care that's out there. And so I think it's a good little, little avenue to get some, get some people listening. I really think you can get, you know, not a huge following, but more than you think you would. I think a lot of people follow Rio Honda Prep, um, especially alumni. And so, uh, yeah, I get it, man. It, it's tough to explain to people, but yes. it's, uh, it's definitely special to the people that have gone to the school and that have, you know, cheered on the sidelines. I think it's, well, thing. And, yeah, and a beautiful thing about this podcast, we've talked to a lot of Rio Prep graduates, guys that have gone on to so many different things. I mean, I've I've t- I've talked to uh, you know guys who are coaching, guys who are uh, played college football, yourself who's gone into real estate and and coaching football. I mean, there's just so many different avenues guys have gone, and and there's going to be more. I mean, I look forward to some of the other interviews we got coming up. I mean. Uh, we got a guy uh, who, who went to West Point and, and went into the military career. And so we talk about, oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of avenues that, that, you know, the school in general, but also the football program has really just uh, pushed out into the world from the lessons. And yeah, I, I couldn't be more proud of the product that it, that it is. Yeah, no, it's definitely it produces a lot of people that, you know, it's always like kind of service jobs, you know, <laughs> kind of helping people out in some way. I feel like, you know, with, you know, teachers, nurses, coaches, you know, even I think real estate, I just, you know, love helping people out. And, you know, I think of, I think a lot of people go police officers, firemen. And so I, I think it definitely produces a certain type of person. And I think any, any mom or dad or relative would be proud, you know, to have their, their, their son, you know, go through the program. I really, I really do. That's, that's my big selling point. <laughs> well, if they get to uh, play, play for guys like you, AJ, then, then definitely that's a, definitely a path to go. <laughs> Before we wrap it up, AJ, is there anything else you want to chat about? Uh, well, first thing, I want everybody to know that I have been a Tampa Bay Buccaneers friend, fan since uh, I was like 11 years. No, I'm uh, not kidding. Since I was 11 years old, I got, I got multiple sources that can confirm this. <sighs> I got multiple – I got multiple – I mean – when it was Sat, Simeon Rice, Rondé Barber, Derek Brooks, Mike Allstock, Orc Dunn. I go, I go back to the day. John Lynch, 
And so that's why everybody didn't know that. While uh, Tom Brady takes us to a solid uh, ten and six record and maybe <laughs> dies on the field, I don't know. I I think it's all a little overhyped, but I'm glad we got Gronkowski. That's awesome, big fan. But uh, you know, leads you to our next point. This is why you hire a good coach. And if USC, my goodness, get rid of Clay Helton, please. A dear <laughs> Lord, baby Jesus. Take him. You want, you want players to come, you got to have a big name coach. I don't care. You know, hire Kanye West. I don't care. I want the guy to know. I want the guy to be a celebrity. <laughs> so, okay. so besides Kanye West – who give me a few other names who you'd like to see coaching USC in the future? Uh, the the old Ohio State guy, what's his name? Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. I'd hire him. I know he's got some little scandalous stuff, you know, but you know, he's you know, he got a little scandal. You got to have a little bit, I guess. I don't know, but I, those are the type of guys we want. You know, we need a you know a Pete Carroll, an ex NFL uh, ex NFL guy. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my opinion. Um, you know, because kids, they want to play. They they want to go to the next level. Whether they can or not, that's not on their mind. They they want to play for a you know a big name. And you know, we had the worst recruiting class this last year in the Pac-12 and almost in the country. So that's just my point. I like Clay Helen. I like Clay Helen, but it's uh he's been the he's been like the Green Bay Packers head coach where he's he's had these uh he's had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers and he's had like Sam Donald kind of uh you know wash away his sins if you may. And so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pro big name coach at the college level. And so, uh, do, do you think, do you think they will compete at all with Alabama in the opening game? I was just having this conversation. Uh, my boy Keaton Slovis is going to, uh, he'll, he'll keep us in it for a little bit, but, uh, we're, I, I'm guessing 50, 21. Whoa ish right around there so i think we're gonna get smacked around a little bit um i think slovis is a you know big nfl prospect in my opinion and we gotta get rid of you know jt daniel's probably gonna go away and so uh slovis gonna come in our, our three star and he's gonna you know he's gonna keep it he's gonna keep it close uh you know the defense was okay last year a little bit but you know iowa whoever they lost to in that bowl game had scored 40 points you know, yeah. one time all year, and then they dropped that big one on us. So I just – I don't know. But, you know, Alabama's going to be in a little bit of flux. And so we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh, I don't think the game's going to be close. I think it'll be close for maybe, you know, quarter. That's what I give it. But how, how far into the season do you think Clay Helton gets before he's fired? Honestly, do you, do you think he gets, he gets through the season entirely or maybe four or five games – do you think the the alumni and boosters just lose their minds and, and make it happen, or what do you think? Well, I think SC has got all these like big lawsuits going on in their in the school in general. I think, and so I think they're going to keep them just from a solely from a financial standpoint. They don't want to, you know, they give them a big contract for somebody that hasn't done very much, and uh, so I think they're going to just strictly let him stay there just from a money standpoint. They don't want to pay anybody else. So I think we're stuck with the dude. Um, I do like the guy, though. I like the guy. This isn't a personal thing. I'm just talking purely the brand of USC football. But uh, I think he did it. He had a good little couple-year run, and then I think the, the steams are starting to 
show. <laughs> Man, I got to tell you, as, as a as a football coach, you're, you're pretty hard on the guy. Oh, my goodness. It's just – it's not – it's just – NCAA sports is about recruiting. If you're not recruiting, what – you that's what – you want to develop players and be that type of guy, go coach in high school. It's not, it's, at a college level, I mean, there is some of that, but you got to be – if you want to be USC football – uh, you know, you gotta be able to get the dudes in the in the in the school. If you don't want that, you know, go coach at a whatever, some other school that you know, go coach at Akron or something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you, you don't get opinions out of you. That's good. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I got tons of opinions. I just kind of, I say like I say like a hundred, and then maybe like you know, I should aim for like eighty percent made sense, and the other twenty percent, you know, I'm just talking. And, Talking some hot air, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, hot air, hot air. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, AJ, you know, I've seen you wear a USC hat many times. Maybe some USC mm-hmm. uh, a polo. Uh, but honestly, my friend, I've never seen you wear a Tampa Bay Buccaneers shirt or hat. Maybe you have, and I just haven't seen it. But uh, for as big of a fan as you say you are, I, I don't recall these uh, allegiances <laughs> that you speak of. I, first of all, I don't put charms on my body to uh, acknowledge <laughs> other groups of people. There's only one charm I put on, and that's only a, a, a crest. And I don't even do that all that often, man. I, I, I wear my uh, my long scallop tees, and that, that's uh, you know, I, I don't I don't put other people's names on me. I'm all shoot, forget that. <laughs> I- Okay, hey, I believe you. And I, you know, Allstott and and work done and Mike, uh, Mike Allstott, I said, but uh, John Lynch, those are definitely AJ Corstini type of guys. I oh just, yeah, dude. I just, I just I find it very convenient. Is all. Hey, I get it. I get it. But uh, you know, when Keystone Johnson came on the team, you know, I've I've oh, literally I watched. Uh, with another person, I watched the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl against the the Raiders when they smacked them. Uh, <laughs> they put that, I think it was almost a double nickel on them. So uh, yeah, I'm a longtime fan. Uh, I have I have multiple sources, and so um, if anybody questions me, you know, I'll, I'll get you the name of those sources and their phone numbers. But I predict we'll we'll go out in the first round is what I think will happen. But at least we'll make the playoffs because hey, you know ex- we got. It at least puts out some drama and some, uh, you know, depth. <laughs> There'll be a lot of Buccaneer yeah. viewings next year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, Mr. Tough. I was at the Rams-Buccaneer game this first this past year when the Buccaneers destroyed the Rams. Well, almost put 50 on them. Uh, or maybe they did. <laughs> I think I – it, it was something like that. It was my, a, boy yeah, famous my boy, Jameis. My boy, famous Jameis. <laughs> I took my dad to the game. He hadn't been to a Rams game in 25 years. I was nine the last time he took me. Uh, and so it was supposed to be a nice day. It was warm. And the Bucks jumped out 21 nothing. And looking at all those red jerseys in the Coliseum made me sick. All the fans. <laughs> Where are these people from? <laughs> oh, yeah, that one hurt. That one hurt bad. So if they come back out to L.A., uh, we're, make, we're making a date. It's you and me. Rams, Buccaneers. I don't know when it'll be. Hopefully, Brady's still playing at that time. But uh, it's on. Let's let's get to the game. Yeah. 
Brady may be dead. He may be in the tomb. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh... <laughs> oh, my goodness. It, <laughs> well, it's been so fun talking with you, AJ, and catching up. And, uh, you know, thank you for making time for us today. Really appreciate it. And we'll definitely have you back on to talk some more Buccaneer football, some USC football, I think, are, are two fun topics for you. And, of course, maybe some real hondo prep football if we ever get to see that. All right, man. You take care. Good luck with the real estate. And to all the listeners out there, if you got any questions or are looking for an honest, great guy in real estate, a realtor, I can promise you AJ Corsini is your guy. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on, Matt. You got it, AJ. Talk to you soon. Okay, thank you, AJ Corsini, for coming on the program. That was a lot of fun. And again, anyone out there listening, if you're interested in some of AJ's realtor services, please get in touch with me, and I will uh, give you his contact information. Uh, He does good work. I've asked him for some advice uh, myself when I was uh, out looking out and about for different places to live. So he does good work, and AJ was a lot of fun to sit down and talk with you. Uh, Go down memory lane a little bit, and uh, excited for all the great things you're doing down the road. Well, guys, tomorrow's Wednesday, and that means Bill Barnes is back on the weekly Wednesday weigh-in. The retired Riverside police officer will bring his strong opinions and random thoughts, maybe some controversial topics, but he's here to stir up the pot for us and spice it up a little bit for us on the program every week, every Wednesday, right in the middle of the week. Wouldn't have it any other way. Happy to have him on the program tomorrow, so be sure to tune in. That'll wrap up another episode of Get Home Safe. We really appreciate all the listenership. We continue to grow. You can listen to the Get Home Safe podcast in many different ways, wherever you get your podcasts. We operate through the Anchor app. That is where we operate and and do our work in the Get Home Safe podcast. So you can listen there. Add us as a favorite if you are so inclined. We'd appreciate it. We thank you so much for listening on any platform you do. And guys, no matter what you're doing, whether you're out on the town or around in third base, get home safe.